When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm Brown & Crouppen sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Ryan Kelly Morning After on KPNT-FM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com. With Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios. It's our Munganess, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota, 7 o'clock hour. Timothy Michael McKernan, Douglas Elvin, Vaughn, Action Jackson sitting in for the vacationing. Kenneth Iggy Strode, the Plowhawk with you. And you are welcome to get involved on the program. 314-881-TMA5, Engineer Design Facilities, Text Inbox, and you are welcome to call in 636-9004-TMA or email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com and compete to be the TMA Listener of the Month by going to TMASTL.com and signing up to be the Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month. Submit your applications. Doug, the time is now. It feels like the time is right now that you shouldn't delay anymore. The time is definitely now. Of all the times, this is the time now. That's what I've been saying all day long, Tim. And I'll continue to say it to whoever will listen. That the time is not yesterday Nurse? or tomorrow. It's now. Nurse? Yes. Can yeah. you hear us? Can you hear us? Tim can't hear us. He's my oh. nurse. I feel well, like we he... hear you. You can't hear us. And behind the nurse. scenes, we yes, barely nurse. made it on. Doctor. Today. Doctor. Oh. Oh. We hear him loud and clear. We but hear him. But he's not hearing us. I wonder if he's Jackson, got his... did you get my text saying you have me? Jackson's not off the headset now. He can't oh, no. hear you. Jackson's gone. Jackson, can you, you can't hear Tim, right? Yeah, I can hear Tim. He's, yeah. Can you hear us at all, Tim? Yeah, I can. Oh, you can? Oh, okay. okay. You can hear us. Yeah. We were right. freaking out, thinking oh, like we had oh, some issue. We were making sure. Oh. On a day such as this, well, nobody. I texted technology. you guys. I didn't hear back. Oh. I didn't get a Nurse? text. Well, I, yeah. I got a text, but it was I, I was scrambling to get everything else going. and So oh, what I, was going on? Well, I mean, I, I, I can't really start. like I had to check to get you. I have to wait to start the YouTube feed. So once I knew you were on, I had to then start the YouTube feed and get the podcast stream going. There's a lot of stuff. A lot of levers need to be pushed. Doug, a lot of levers this yeah. morning. I know. Whew. Well, we're back on track now, thankfully. <laughs> Man, that was a lot. Uh, Doug, stick. what is your lead this morning? Oh, I guess it's it's probably still Mizzou. Getting gobsmacked by trust fund babies <laughs> and future investment God. bankers. I guess that's what it is. They worked hard to get there. Mm. Well, who worked hard? Princeton worked hard. I meant them to get to the university. <clears throat> oh, I don't doubt it. Yeah, I don't doubt they're very smart smart people. You have to be. I don't think you could fake a, a guy through Princeton. This is the craziest tournament I've ever seen. It's just a lot of weird upsets. Oh no, I like it though. Do you? I, I wasn't able to watch when I the Battlehawk game. Well, yeah. So I was just looking at my phone, the scores. Now, how did so you get through that, Jackson? I missed your live stream. It was bad. I didn't see it either. I wish I would. It was like the, it was like a slow death. So <laughs> people taunting you, Jackson? A couple people, but I I told I said balloon like, party people. I, just, I said on the live stream, I was like, "There's nothing like you can say in the comments that's gonna upset me more than what's on my television set right now." <laughs> 
Uh, at one point, I, I knocked over my water bottle. Like, I fired it across oh, no. the room. Oh, no. And this you is like, Penny Hardaway. This is like, this isn't like a like a plastic water bottle here. This is a hydro, like, this thing is heavy. Like, I could have lost my security deposit if things would have gone south. Um, yeah, it was super frustrating because it wasn't like they were just like hitting lucky shots and beating us. They yeah, out-executed. one guy looked like Larry Bird for about five minutes. They just out-executed, out-hustled. Out efforted, it was sure. everything. It was a, it was a, it was an ass whooping, is what it was. Like Princeton whooped Mizzou's ass. Mm-hmm. Nothing to say otherwise. And Mizzou late, you could see in their body language that they were just kind of done. They they weren't playing with the same intensity that that they normally do, and that you have to play to, to beat other good teams. Yeah. And that's happened a couple times this year, where when they got behind, it looked kind of like they just kind of got completely frustrated. And didn't uh, maintain the, the level of, of intensity that you need. Well, when everything goes right for one team and everything goes wrong for another team, you can... It's deflating. I mean, when you can feel it on TV, you most certainly can feel that on the court where, you know, nothing you do is going to get you within 8, 10 points. I didn't want the game. Was it, in t- like, throughout the entire game, it was just a 10-point double-digit lead? Or when did it start no, to get, like... it was 6 at halftime. Okay. And then... It, kind of hovered around six and then Princeton pulled away. Dennis Gates stayed in the 2-3 zone the second half, which I couldn't I was screaming about on the live stream. I couldn't believe. And Princeton got pretty much every offensive rebound they could ever ask for. Yeah. Which is deflating for a defense. You don't want to talk about something that'll kill your effort is if they keep getting offensive rebounds because that is brutal. Mizzou did not rebound well the whole game, no, for sure. No, terribly. And when you're in a zone, it's even harder to rebound, and they can shoot. So I, for whatever reason, had no clue why he went to a zone the second half and stayed with it. That, to me, was a really—that was a mistake, but, I, in my opinion. But look at the season. Kobe Brown's the only main returner. I mean, mm-hmm. you got a new coach. You beat Illinois by 30, and you go deeper in the tournament than Illinois, and— I mean, I think it's, it's not, a good it's not season. A, it's it not, sucks to lose right. to a 15 seed. I mean, if you lose to Arizona by 15, you go, all right, chalk it up, it's a due seed. Going into a game, I assume a lot of Missouri fans felt very confident. Yeah, I think so. Against Princeton. Yeah. But you never know what happens in the tournament. But, yeah, I mean, hell of a lot better season than Illinois with lower expectations. So, right. Dennis Gates is a beast. But I hear it, and it, but it's not Mizzou versus Illinois. It's not Mizzou versus Kansas. Like, I saw people like, well, at least Kansas. I don't care if Kansas lost if Illinois lost. I want Mizzou to win. I don't really care what the other schools do. <sighs> so, like, it doesn't make me feel any better or it shouldn't make Mizzou fans feel better just because Kansas lost. Like, I think that's, like, a weak mentality. You going to go into a dark funk now throughout this I was in a dark funk afterwards. Were you? Yeah, I was, it was, a, I was in a really bad mood after Did the you game. just sulk around all night? Uh, I hung out with friends, so that was fun. Did you but. go out to the wheelhouse? Sweet, sweet Kai? Uh, no, I was with Sweet, Sweet Kai on Friday. The difference Gareth. In, the diff- <laughs> Gareth's in Chicago. Uh, the, difference in, the difference in feeling you have when your team wins and you're watching basketball the next night versus your team loses and you're watching basketball the next night is night and day. I was watching Creighton Baylor like, damn it, I really want to be able to Mizzou to play one of these teams. Baylor got beat, didn't they? Baylor, Baylor was beat. gone, Doug. Yeah. Yeah. Creighton's moving on. Good Creighton, Princeton. Get this out. Yeah. Oh my. I mean, the, we have what? Pair of two seeds out. Pair of one seeds out. A three seed out. See, I'm different than Jackson. I was defeated when Illinois lost. But when I see teams like Indiana, and Purdue lose, I'm happy. I, you know, I love the Big Ten. So obviously they're having a terrible, just god awful tournament in general. Yeah. Overall, it's just been embarrassing. But seeing Purdue go down to a 16 seed, I gotta say, I'm not. Four against Matt Painter. I don't care either way, but it was nice to see. I love seeing. Yeah, I love the big upsets. Yeah. Because I'm not a big Zach Eddy guy. Why? He gets a lot of calls. Isn't it Edie? Edie, yeah, Edie, yeah. Yeah, there's so many upsets. It's insane. He might be the national player of the year. Why why would he not be a Zach Edie guy? Oh, because he pushes around in the paint and stays in there for about two minutes and doesn't get calls. I mean, it's pretty well, pretty all, easy when you can basically just—I mean, it's like a forward or center in hockey just standing on the other side of the blue line, and they don't call offside, so you just basically pop it in free pucks. Huh. So, yeah. Doug, I'm not sure what this one is about. Uh, hey, Rick, I'd like to—I'd like you—I'd <laughs> like you bang— you, my like you did <laughs> in my car the night of bragging rights, but you haven't hooked my up 
Yo, Gabe, that sweet, sweet guy. That's good. Let's make a deal. What in the world was that? I think that's all I got. Wow. Was that written? I'm going to read it again because maybe it was a bad read. I'm just going to go word for word. Hey, Rick. I'd like you bang you my like you did in my car the night of bragging rights. But you haven't hooked my up, yo, gape that sweet, sweet guy yet. Let's make a deal. Right at the end, it was a coherent sentence. Is that an anagram? Am I supposed to like decipher that? I love the poorly educated. Yeah. My guess is he was doing voice command and he was in like a spotty Wi-Fi area. You should never. You should and never. So like the phone never, well, picked up your, like a cord. Uh, before you send it. You should never speak those words into your cell phone. Those have to be typed. You don't want to say that out loud. <laughs> oh God. Well, so uh, can you get through it, Jackson? Can you can you put this? Yeah, aside? I mean, I'll be fine. Uh, I was fi- I was really fine the next day. I was just sour feeling. Well, right after the game, we were able to turn on the dogs and watch them go. Yeah, it was great to see the dogs win. Um, but like, you couldn't have possibly really cared about the dogs. No, at that coming point. down. No, no. <laughs> it was the only th- keep it up, Darren. Uh, <laughs> no. Darren. <laughs> <laughs> when you got Darren, you know it's real. <laughs> um, no, I was just like, yes, like I'm not like like round of 32 for the going into the season with expectations. No, but. You like couldn't have made a, a better path to get to the Sweet 16 than Utah State and Princeton. Like that's the ideal circumstances. Yeah. That that's the two teams you play, and you fumble it against uh, Princeton. And then, like I said, it would have been one thing if they like hit lucky shots, kind of similar. To, I'm not saying Fairleigh Dickinson did a good job of game planning for Purdue, but they got they hit some really big shots that probably don't go in a lot. Princeton just out-executed. Like, they played better up and down the court. They were more comfortable with the ball. They were getting easier looks. They played better defensively. And that's what really frustrates me. Hmm. So that's that. Well, so not even a soccer game could could bring you up. I mean, it was great to see the dogs win, but, like, dogs could have won or lost. I wouldn't have felt any worse or better. Oh, no. Any sports team could have won or lost. It wouldn't have made me feel any better. Really? No. Did you even stick around and watch the dogs or the Battle Hawks or anything else? Any more basketball that night after Missouri? Uh, yeah, I watched. The games weren't great after. I mean, I watched Alabama, Maryland for a little bit, but. Doesn't it help a little bit when you when you kind of know about halfway through the second half you're going to lose this game? No, because I had it to stay more. on the stream and have people oh. throw little comments at me. I wanted to cut it off with like eight minutes to go. Were they badgering you? No, there's some people where most people were commiserating with me. Man, I uh, I, I shot off a, a post. I shouldn't have, but I did because I was feeling it. I was at the Battle Hawk game, and it was fun, by the way. It was awesome. The crowd was crazy. Was it? But I, I, I just throw out, you know, go Tiger because Princeton are Tigers as well. Oh. I said Truman Down, and man. Mm. Didn't it came know, after you? Actually, it went about exactly how I sh- it, it probably should have gone. People were banty. Your post was Truman down? <laughs> That's what you said? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of felt bad, but yeah. I kept it. Not that there. bad. Seemed like it. <laughs> I just wish I would have watched the game. Um, no, you didn't miss anything. Man, and we were driving back from the Battle Hawks home and driving by the city stadium. We, we purposely did that. And we yeah. rolled down our window. It is insane. Like you can, it's you can literally feel that crowd like outside. We're in our car, like you know, at, at a stoplight right by the stadium. Yeah, it was electric. And they you got can feel lights the crowd everywhere. from in, from it, outside. It's insane. Yeah, you can hear it clear as day, like absolutely clear as day. So it must have been rocking. You got Did not late? watch the city game. You arrived late. No, I didn't go to the city game. I was on, on my way home from the Battle oh, Hawk hit, game, oh, driving gotcha. by the stadium, okay. and the game was about 10, 15 minutes in at the time. And yeah. wow. And then you get home and look at it, just still an electric environment, Ew. 20 degrees, mm-hmm. just absolutely jam-packed, rowdy as all hell. God, it's great. It really is. And a good team. Not just having a team, apparently a really good team. It's hard for me to Only see four 0-0 team, team in, uh, on the table. Yep. I thought I'd never say table. <laughs> nice, you said it. Welcome, Doug. I'm not happy with myself. I know they're the only MLS team expansion team to ever start 4-0. and 
I tried to look to see if there was an expansion team in any other major professional sport that started 4-0. I couldn't really find any information on it, but I, I kind of doubt that there would be. Baseball, football, basketball, hockey, how any expansion Vegas, team start 4-0? Knight, Knight star? I mean, they made it to, like, I think the Western Conference Finals. They made it to the something. Stanley Cup Finals. Stanley Cup Finals, excuse me. But I the first four started. games of their existence, I don't know that, that any team would have ever done that. Maybe baseball would be the most likely, you think? I think maybe the most likely was, was hockey when every team in the Western Conference was an expansion oh, yeah. team there the first year. Maybe. The California Golden Seals. Yeah. I was looking, uh, I follow Major League or MLS on Twitter, you know. And there, there are fans that are pissed, like other MLS fans for other MLS teams that are pissed about this start, by the way. Well, Not all, but just like I saw like there were several that thought this was a conspiracy theory for the league, you know, because they're giving up a lot of – there's a lot of own goals, yeah. a lot of defensive flubs, of course, right by the, you know, right by the goalie there on their side. It would so. take a lot of people to be That's in on the I, fix. I was just wondering how, how big that fix would be, but – Right. Apparently, really a lot benefiting. of fans are not big fans of seeing an expansion team just absolutely roll their current club. Well, it, it's and not so like these were the on. stars plucked off other teams. No, a lot of these guys were cut from their other right. teams, and it, just kind of a band of players that didn't fit in wherever they were. Really good. Right. I, I don't. I don't think it's fixed. No, it's different than like hockey or basketball or baseball, where like you're, you're pulling from the pool of the league. Like you can pull from other leagues around the world. Everywhere in the world plays soccer, so you're pulling from other places, not necessarily all from the MLS mm-hmm. to get your players. Well, see. guys, the Thrashers started off 12 and 0 in 1999. They were a force, really good team with a great ownership. That's Al and Dadeville. The Thrashers. The Atlanta Thrashers. Who knew? Uh, what sport is that? Hockey. Hockey. I don't remember them being called the Thrashers. Really? That's where Keith Kachuk got traded, 2007. Yeah, I, I didn't remember them being the Thrashers. Sound like me on And they morphed into the Winnipeg Jets. And, and they won their first 12? I think he's being facetious. Per Allen Dadeville. They won oh. 14 games that whole season. Yeah, yeah so he's, <laughs> you know. They're fourteen and fifty-seven. I doubt they. I doubt they started twelve and zero, and then, then, then <laughs> two and fifty-seven. That what you would hear about that. Yeah, that would have been a record probably of some kind. Sorry about the loss, Rick. On the bright side, only a month and a half until you and Garrett and Frog Dad get to dress in flannel, drizzle maple syrup on each other's boy chests, and peg one another till the cows come home. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, and he won the TMA Texture of the Year in 2022. His name is Gareth. Um, <laughs> TH at the end, not Garrett. And, uh, yeah, everything will happen there. So, uh, yeah, that is something to look forward to, I guess. Another thing to look forward to is we have a new sponsor, and this is a prime sponsor, Jack. Doug, if you like upper-tier golf apparel, then you are going to love Holderness and Bourne. Welcome aboard to another new sponsor here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After. It's Holderness and Bourne. Their polo shirts are phenomenal. Uh, Recently discovered them in pro shops around the St. Louis area, and uh, now can tell you about Alex Holderness and John Bourne, they started this brand back in 2015 after they were frustrated with the lack of great fitting golf shirt options and wanted to come in and change that. And you can pick out an H&B collar from across the driving range. Why? Because it has premium interfacing, hidden collar stays, and an English cut that is modern but not too aggressive. Great. What does all of that mean? It means you look more polished and more put together. A great color frames your face and gives you good posture. And in the spring and summer, it stays sharp all day long. It doesn't lay down or flatten out as you sweat over all of those six-footers. Check them out at hbgolf.com and use promo code TMA15 for 15% off your next order. That's hbgolf.com and use the promo code TMA15. It is one of the sharpest golf shirts you can find in the game. It's Holderness and Born, a new sponsor here on TMA. And I guess Mr. Licks is happy. He says, yes, I love Holderness and Born. Well, Let's go. <laughs> Well, it seems like a great business to be in with, you know, everyone going more casual. People wear golf shirts all the time now, not just golfing, but to work all right. the time. That's great. I'd uh, like to see one Mr. of these Licks, shirts. 
have a bunch of their shirts, so comfy, great designs, and they sell a bunch of it at the old Warson Country Club shop. Oh. oh. <laughs> okay. I didn't think he was a member anywhere, but he gets in. Right. Well, well when you got that. when you got the juice like that, you don't necessarily need to be a member anywhere. If you don't belong <laughs> to a country club, can you just walk? You can just walk into the pro shop and buy shirts, can't you? Hmm. Uh, probably not, because most uh, country clubs don't take cash or credit. It's just assigned to a, a member number. Oh, so you just shout out a number on you know, ten of these shirts. That's right. I'm That's member correct. Seven fifty-eight. Yeah. <laughs> That's correct. Huh. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, KG and O-Town uh, and I are texting. Doug, he had a huge night last night. Uh, and I got him calling in, but I know since we're shorthanded with uh, Iggy on vacation this week uh, that uh, nobody is back in the Horton Watkins studio. So, Plowhawk, do you have to watch for the phone? Is that how we answer calls I can calls stare at it, yeah. If he okay, call right. right now. Uh, all right, I just texted him to call in now. Uh, Gabe will be calling in at 9 o'clock to recap the magic that was uh, Missouri and Princeton. He's brought to you by James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency, 314-961-4800. Or uh, you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people dismiss the importance of life insurance, but life insurance is something that you truly need for your family to take care of your loved ones. And I would advise you to get it younger because then you are paying less and that rate holds for years to come. I'm still paying a ridiculously low rate for life insurance I purchased in my 20s. I would recommend you do that and do it with James Carlton. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton. State Farm and Munganass, sponsor of our 7 o'clock hour and the Munganass Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. That's where you can find Munganass and go shopping with the great Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, or Peter Munganass. And Doug, is there a secret phone number to talk with them? Uh, there sure is, Tim. It starts with 314 and then it's 252-0029. You know where that'll get you? Straight to where? the muckety mucks of Hubbard. No! Be happy that you got the number. 314-252-0029. That is Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. Go online at stlouisacura.com and altontoyota.com. Uh, Doug, KG and O-Town uh, has come down to Palm Beach County. Mm-hmm. He is on a mission, and his mission was to meet up with Cassie Moore. You might know her from... Steadfast Eyes. Sure, the music and, report, yeah. Uh, I think it was top 10 on the UK pop chart, and that's that. called My Real Friends. Okay. Oh, and uh, bang, bang. last night, my sources tell me KG and O-Town did indeed meet up with Cassie Moore, and he did indeed go to Cucina. Ladies and gentlemen, we welcome to the radio program KG and O-Town, our co-worker. Good morning, oh, KG and O-Town. Hi. Good morning, guys. How is everybody? Oh, we're fine. I, I see the picture of you with Cassie. Hilarious. Explain explain what happened. Uh, yeah, so I got in touch with Cassie earlier last week and let her know I was going to be down. I had mentioned it to her before, but I just wanted to remind her she's with as talented and gifted as she is. She's extremely busy. Yeah. So, yeah, so... Uh, we made plans and kind of went back and forth a little bit. And then I thought Monday was going to be the, I thought today was going to be the day, but, uh, late yesterday afternoon, she said she was available and I made the drive down to Palm beach from where I'm staying in Jupiter. And, uh, I met our girl at Cucina. It was incredible. And Cucina is what a, a fancy restaurant. Yeah, Cucina's a fancy restaurant. Uh, not a lot going on last night, late Sunday night, but I did, uh, full disclosure, just to get a lay of the land. I went and scoped it out on Friday night, and, yeah, it's a different world over there. As a as a Setman grad uh, growing up in Jefferson County and then uh, living in South City for the last 10 years and seeing Palm Beach for the first time, that is a different world over oh. there. Did you tell this gal that you got a bit of a Hoosier in you? <laughs> uh, I think she could tell. I could think she? that's pretty evident. Right. Yeah. Now I'm looking at some. It, is her hips showing in her outfit? It looks like it. She's wearing a daring outfit. Wow. Were you surprised by the uh, the cut? 
I was a little bit taken aback. So uh, she was at Cucina before I was, and she let me know that she was just sitting at the bar. So I walked in, and at first I could not see what she was wearing. She had a coat on that was kind of covering things. Um, but, you know, about halfway through our endeavor, I kind of got a look uh, at the lower back, and I could see that there was some skin that was being revealed, and I thought, oh, this is this is an interesting outfit. And then oh. uh, when we stepped outside for the, the picture out in front of Cucina, it became very evident that uh, she was dressing provocatively, and I was here for it. Oh, were <laughs> I mean, you dressed provocatively? Mm. Uh, no, I um, I was wearing a just like a golf. I don't know if it was a quarter zip. Shout out Iggy. Um, Three quarter zip. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just uh, some 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 joggers. I had the ankles out, Doug. I told you before, I'm a oh. big proponent of ankles out. Oh, are you? Yeah. So, okay. so no. I, I didn't really want to change who I was for Cassie and Cucina. I figured they were just going to take me as I was or not take me at all. So, mm. you know, I, I, didn't, I didn't class it up too much. KG, I do have a question. So how long in advance was this meetup at Cucino? Did you, I know you said you texted last week. When was it confirmed that you were meeting there? Was it that night, last night? Was it two, three nights ago? Well, I, I made it very clear from Jump Street that it was kind of Cucina or bus. I didn't really just want to meet her anywhere. Yeah, so I, I, I had made it very clear to her that I wanted to meet her at Cucina. She was she obliged from, from right away. So um, I actually got the text confirming that we were going to do it last night, yesterday afternoon. Like I said, I thought it was going to be today. So I thought I had another 24 hours to kind of get my game face on and get ready. Uh, but it was kind of nice. You know, you just get thrown in and it's kind of sink or swim. And I got the text at about 8.30 last night. Hey, uh, my meeting is done. Apparently she had a, a pretty important meeting about some deals she's got going on. I'm not, I, there's some things I can't necessarily disclose. Oh, but, uh, oh Bill. Yeah. <laughs> Feature with yeah, Rip Ross. So, um, <laughs> She, was, she told me the meeting was done and that I should go ahead and head that way. And I hopped on 95 and headed down to Kachina. It was uh, season. The reason, <laughs> I, the reason I asked him, because she wasn't dressed very, you know, provocatively. And I, the reason I asked that was because maybe she, I mean, is there a crush going on? I mean, typically yeah, is this you a business meeting or might there be some romance typically here? you wouldn't wear something like that if you, you know, felt taken aback a right. little bit or were unsure about the person you were meeting or meeting at a it's fancy a good observation, place. Plow, okay. Glass yeah. of wine in front of her, hips hanging out. Yeah. I mean, hello. Oh, man. <laughs> We've seen the Netflix series about these. Sure we have. So, I didn't know if you, you know, felt that same way, KG. I don't want to speak for her. Um... But, you know, there, you, you very well could be on to something. Um, there may have been uh, something intentional there. I can't I can't speak to what was going through her mind. But, uh, yeah, Cassie was great. She was all that I thought she would be. And uh, we had we had a wonderful night. Nice. Well, she looks cuter than a speckled puppy. <laughs> so you sat and you had uh, yeah. dinner? You had dinner there? Uh, no, I had already eaten with the family, so uh, just just a little, just a nightcap, Doug. Just a drink, and then what happened? Um, you're not going to tell us, are you? We'll chat next time I see you in person, oh, Doug. Oh, wow! Something wow. happened, and this, where there's smoke, there's have, usually some fire. I do have to tell you guys, and I I can only take Cassie at her word. I don't know if things that she told me were completely on the up and up, maybe some embellishment, but there is a segment, and I don't have a Buck Swope type memory, but it was around December 5th, 6th, 7th, something like that, and we came back from into the second hour with a remix that was Steadfast oh. Eyes spliced together mm. with, I believe, Forgot About Dre. Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that one, too. And somehow, Cassie, I, I did not provide her any information on the show or any links or anything, but she stumbled upon that segment. And 
um, I knew that already because she had messaged. We had messaged a little bit, and but I found out last night that she wasn't necessarily thrilled at the use of steadfast eyes being spliced together with forgot about Dre. No, and no. I do have to say she uh, she did drop a few names throughout our time together, and apparently she is friends with Marshall Mathers. Stop. And and if we are to take Cassie at her word, Eminem has heard the Steadfast Eyes Forgot About Dre remix and is aware of the TMA program. Oh. Are we... Tim, you can take that one over. <laughs> I, I... No, I'm listening to the gentleman tell the story. That's amazing. So is she thinking that's maybe a way she wants to go with her music or definitely doesn't want any, anything to do with that kind of thing? <laughs> are we going to have to battle M? Uh, like I said, she did not seem thrilled with that being thrown together. And I told her that uh, that remix, that little uh, buffer music, was not anything that anyone on the show uh, did. It was kind of a crowdsourced type of uh, piece of content. Uh, I assured her that there is no you know, illegitimate use of that. And I kind of tried to change the subject because if I'm being honest, she did kind of stay fixated on that for a couple minutes and I felt like I needed to direct the conversation in a different direction oh. but I, I, I did find it interesting that Eminem has heard part of TMA that's unbelievable that's pretty cool like that's right. insane in a studio in a booth maybe at his house oh we were being played so are you going to call her today yeah, is there another date uh, in the future there's nothing on the books uh, we did, you know, I thanked her last night for a great evening, uh, messaged her after we kind of went our separate ways. Um, I know she should be on a plane right about now heading to L.A. Like I said, she's got some just huge things in the works, L.A., New York, all over the place. Oh, for heaven's sake. Um, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, big things for Cassie. And I just, I could not, I could not be more, more excited and pleased with, the way Sunday night went. We got I I got I said I was gonna meet Cassie at Kachina. It happened. She's a treat. Eminem knows TMA. What a world. Did she seem interested in you? Did she ask questions about you and your life? Uh, we talked about me a little bit. I would say the conversation was eighty percent Cassie, twenty percent me. Okay. In terms of topic. But you know that's all right. I have kind of a inquisitive mindset. I like to ask questions, so I didn't mind getting to know a little bit more about her. Yeah. Okay. But Doug, if you're asking, I would say that's not the last time that that Cassie and I come together. Oh, 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 oh. that's wonderful news. Well, what's your what's your yeah, next we, play going to be? These long distance romances—they're hard to pull off. Well, I'm still trying to figure out if there's anything to the trust fund thing, and I'm seeing if I can maybe just cancel the flight back home, maybe stay down here a little longer. That'd be nice, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the next move is. There's really nothing on the books. I, I figure I'll just play it cool, play it slow, and uh, see where it goes. She did mention the possibility. Uh, I know she definitely wants to call into the show at some point. Yeah. Um but she did mention a few times the possibility of maybe coming up to St. Louis and saying hello to all her, her St. Louis fans. I did. I did. I do got to give Danny Packer a shout out because he provided me with a pretty good video from the Mardi Gras parade where steadfast eyes was just blaring from up there at Duke. Great. One of the better videos. And, uh, I know Danny Packer. That. I, Doug, that's where Duke's yeah, is. Yes, sure. Upstairs bar. So I am. <laughs> I emphasize to Cassie that uh, Steadfast Eyes was just really getting the crowd hyped up at one of the biggest Mardi Gras parades <laughs> in the world. It's true. Mm -hmm. uh, she, she loved that. So she she sounds like she wants, I know she wants to call in, and if she can ever carve any time in, I know there's a European tour coming up, Ooh. but she, uh, she would love, to, yeah, she would love to get to St. Louis to kind of meet the TMA the, the, the people on the show, the fans that are just, that have rallied behind steadfast eyes 
And so uh, not only do I think I have not seen the last of Kathy, I think I think the TMA audience at some point may have a pretty good chance to get to know Kathy a little bit, too. Ugh, wonderful news. Maybe she could come up in our studio and, and record a little song right in our own oh, studio. Oh, wow. Little Diddy? Yes. Wouldn't that be exciting? And we could sing in the background, maybe. <laughs> Iggy I love it. Can. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So, yeah, Kathy was a treat. She was great. <clears throat> Excuse me. But, uh, yeah, great. It was a good night. It was a long night. It was a, it was a great night. It was worth it. Who'd you get to take the pictures you've got, you're showing here? Mm, nice question. Valet is my I guess. I believe, yeah, I believe the valet's name was Slim. Shout out Slim. Wow. Slim. A lot of Eminem parallels. Okay. Yeah, I didn't put that together until now, but yeah, that's interesting. Well, you make an awfully cute couple. I thought the picture out front, I thought it turned out really good. You know, mm-hmm. the, um, like I said, I don't think I don't think we have gotten together for the last time. She's like I said, she's jet setting all over the place. I understand that she's in that world, and uh, you know, we'll see where it goes. Doug, no need to rush anything. Oh well, I'd like to see her rush it. The foundation has been laid. KG and O-Town, wonderful anecdote. Thank you so much for calling in and sharing your stories of Palm Beach glory. Thanks for having me, guys. It was good to talk to you, and I uh, hope to see you guys well, we're, well, we're co-workers. I mean, you don't have to thank us. Sure. I mean, we're co-workers. Doug, is we're there, co-workers. Yeah. Feels is, is there any work functions coming up? I'll, you know what? I'll just check the email. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Mine doesn't work currently. Love you, KG. Love you, buddy. There's right, KG in O-Town, fresh off a night with uh, Cassie Moore at Cucina in Palm Beach, and she is on a flight to Los Angeles, and then she'll be in New York, and then she'll be back in Palm Beach. Doug, that is what uh, wow. her schedule demands. I guess that's what uh, social media can do for you on a, on a positive slant. You find somebody that you think you might be interested in, and you can make connections and, and meet up, even if it's halfway across the country. Well, this is what happens on the program. Somebody goes from being a populist success story to experiencing any semblance of success, and the audience immediately oh. turns on them. Oh, no. Nice of you guys to have a turbo simp fill in for Ken this morning. This guy will be bringing Cassie's screen printed shirts in no time. You can act like a man! That's from Arbor Day. He is not happy with it. Jesus' self-awareness just follows this stupid show around. That's from the little Juice Boy. Junior the Juice Man says it's nice that KG has stepped in in Iggy's absence to fill the airwaves with lies, lies, and more lies. I don't think it's a lie at all. Not happy. (laughs) No, I think it all is is actually true. What what is a lie about that? I don't know. Do you think that the element of calling in really makes people like it's like a Pavlov's (laughs) dog where whoever, like anyone could, like Doug could call in, they'd start calling him a liar and a turbo (laughs) sim? Absolutely. I mean, he's got pictures of the girl at the restaurant. The restaurant in the background. <laughs> the Marshall Mathers thing. But he did. But it's not like KG said that. She well, told. No, him. but listeners will just use her words since he's regurgitating him. That the hate's gonna go towards him. Don't shoot the messenger. It was uh, Mr. Call. Licks has issued his endorsement of KG and O-Town and his story. KG is everything he wishes he could be. A content machine, a hot bachelor hooking up with pop stars. <laughs> <laughs> and most of all, just straight up cool. That's from Mr. Licks. Meanwhile, Todd Reesing, Jackson's favorite texter, yeah. says, tell that Sekman Hoosier to take his hat off at a nice restaurant before Tony Soprano has to handle it. That's oh. from Todd Reesing. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I guess you should do that. Probably, yeah. but uh, yeah, it's, and it's especially because it's season. Um, but uh, but in these pictures, they look very chummy. They do. They do. <laughs> and she exposed that thong line, Doug. She <laughs> really did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she's a star. She's and a the star. stomach. And, yeah. Doug, why don't you wear that outfit next time I you go? Mm. I've worn it many times. <laughs> you imagine. Makes me feel pretty. <laughs> Guys, the Eminem thing is a lie, not by KG, but by Cassie. It's an Iggy level yarn. That's from Dave, and he's with the cauliflower ear. Oh, you don't know. I mean, a top 10 greatest rapper of all time has listened to a part of this show. I, it's hard for me to believe it. No offense to us. Yeah. Um, but hey, I, I have no reason not to. You know, I don't know, Cassie. Yeah. Well, if she knows him and she says, oh, you ought to listen to the song, what they did to my song, it wouldn't take him but two minutes to get there. Correct. I think the knowing him might be 
that might be the portion well, that maybe pe- some people do know but stars. Again, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, I think if you're Eminem and then you you tune in because Cassie, who's a mentioned uh, by Mr. Licks, a pop star, texts you to listen, and then you listen, and then you hear her start talking about the Battle Hawks. I think it's like a black hole. It sucks you in to sit around and become a friend of the show. And I think that's probably how it happened. Right. He's, would, he is so. Arbor Day. Yeah. I think. <laughs> He's been Arbor Day this whole time. He's probably listening right now. Yeah. Same time zone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not mm-hmm. brutal. He probably wakes up early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What up, Marshall? Yeah, call in. <laughs> call in, Marshall 636-900-4TMA, Marshall Mathers. Uh, Plowhawk will just have to stare at the phone <laughs> to see it light up, because <laughs> otherwise we cannot take the phone call. Uh, as we are shorthanded today, Ken Strode is on vacation this week. And uh, Doug, then, no, who goes on? Doug, you go on vacation uh, for the, the cruise, mm. the Mediterranean cruise. Jackson goes to the East Tennessee cabin. Boys Club. It, it, that's right, Boys oh, Club, at boy. the end of the month of April. Okay. And, uh, I am scheduled to take this Thursday and Friday and next Thursday and Friday off, although I might call an audible on that. We'll, we'll see. Uh, so there it is. There is your official tip. Plowhawk, you got any vacation you'd like to make an announcement on? Uh, no, my sister and my nephew are coming into town, so I'm taking a Monday off mid-April. Oh, are you I'll really? I'll give the exact dates, but it's one day. Not okay. a vacation. Just uh, pick them up from the airport. Sure. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yes, I'm sure Marshall Mathers is great friends with a Florida-based YouTube artist with 20 views per month and is keenly aware of TMA. That's from Little Tommy Tribbins, so it sounds like Little Tommy Tribbins thinks it's plausible as yeah. well. Sometimes people have connections to somebody who might be a star. It, it yep. just happens that way. It could be. <laughs> and the fact that she's going to L.A. and New York, what the hell are we doing with ourselves? We I can, don't know. We can make music. I think we could get I agree that. with it. I saw Nikki Glaser at Schnooks into Pear on Friday night. That doesn't make doesn't make me a star. Did she say she was a big fan of the show? No, no. What? Mm-mm. Her dad was performing at Schnooks <laughs> with a little uh, little band, little group they had there. Yeah, right. Yeah. A little guitar. Mm-hmm. That's what I do on a to, on a really wild Friday night. Go to Schnooks and listen to <laughs> people play songs from 50 years ago. <laughs> I'd put a taste on her dating KG to piss off her rich dad. You know, slumming it with the pores. Mm. That's from the hunchback of Vaughn Castle. Is she from right there, Palm Beach? Well, KG in O-Town said that he has gotten the sense that uh, she doesn't necessarily have a job per se, uh, but does live in Palm Beach. Oh. And so then you can start to perform algebra and figure right. out how, the, you know. Well, in the, in the well, I think, Grammy-nominated song, uh, My Real Friends, she says, shout-out to my hometown of Atlanta. Oh. ATL. And she moved to Palm Beach once My Real Friends took. Right. And she was able yeah. to shut it down. The song blew up. She made she millions. Of- must be Arthur Blank's, like, first cousin or something. Or, like, Arthur Blank. Niece. Yeah. <laughs> Right, and there's got to be family money to that if you don't have a job. Yeah. Palm Beach is expensive, man. Even if you're renting, it's got to be twenty five hundred, three grand. <laughs> I don't know if there's bed. a lot of apartment complexes in Palm Again, Beach. Again, I'm no. a poor, so I don't. <laughs> I just assume everywhere has rentals. But West West Palm Beach is middle class. There's oh, nothing yeah. fancy about West Palm Beach. Yeah, that's why Delta. Cassie also said this is from KG in O-Town. Cassie also said Chris, and come to find out, she was talking about Luda. They're friends from her Atlanta days. She's from Atlanta. She lives in Palm Beach. Doug, do you call Ludacris Chris or do you call him Ludacris? I don't call him anything. I, I mean, can see really that. never comes up. I can see that connection, I guess. Um, more so, I guess, than the... Uh, I mean, Ludacris is pretty big. Well, yeah, but at least there's that Atlanta connection. Uh, again, it... it I guess you're from Atlanta. I don't, I, yeah. I got that Jackson has Ludacris and Marshall Mathers gotten together. Like, have they made a song? Yeah. I'm almost positive that oh, they have. Oh, 100%. Probably oh. 03, 04. Yeah. I mean. That was when Luda was Yeah. Second Chance featuring Ludacris. Oh, that's right. And, second uh, Chance. Sick. <laughs> uh, yeah, Ludacris and Wheezy, Second Chance. Yeah, Word of Mouth CD is probably one of the top five greatest CDs I would say of one of the time. top five, Word of Mouth. And it's Word of Mouth. That's correct. M-O-U-F. Yeah, with an F. So, F is in Fred. Get it right. Guys, has Cassie eclipsed the steel-toed boot emo chick 
who decorated her dad's house with penis lights <laughs> than you guys paid money to meet and greet your horde of sloth listeners <laughs> at a smoky pool hall as the new diva of TMA. Thanks. That comes from We'll Start the Beating Off. <laughs> we'll start the beating off soon. Harold called and said he had to drop his in-laws off at the airport, and then he'll be joining us. Oh. <laughs> I have to send out these daily schedule reminders to people. But I think the answer to that is yes, she has become the number one uh, diva on the show. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Well, we got to have her into St. Louis now, maybe uh, for Maggie O'Brien's for the Dotem pre-party. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine if she's performing in Sunset Hills, Doug? Oh, that would be fabulous. Fabulous. <laughs> she could perform at the Dotem, couldn't she? <laughs> Normandy's probably got a Mr. Microphone setup they could use. <laughs> what, we put it yeah. like, on the roof? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be just, cool. How many songs does she have? Is it just those two? Or she oh, a whole she I know of two. I know of two. Uh, yeah, well, def she'll just play those twice. To each. Well, that'd be uh, fine. Play the hits. Yeah. Alternate between. Because the second time you hear Steadfast Eyes, that's when you get the rhythm down, and then you can sing along. Yeah. Well, I hope we'll hear that uh, break coming back. Is, we will. I'll, I'll get you on the break. Okay. This is, this is interesting. I wasn't aware of this, and maybe KG and O-Town can confirm this. Uh, Cassie Moore is the heiress to the Dinty Moore Beef Stew fortune. That's from Manupal Eligible. I was not aware. Really? Doug, you ever heard Dinty Moore? Sure. Oh, dude, I sure. used to smash those in college. Are those like the... Like the, is that a soup? Oh, yeah, but they also make like these, you know, the Hormel meals where you like put yeah. a knife in Ventum. like plastic and then you just nuke it for a minute and a half and it's just mm -hmm. pure sodium. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I've cranked out thousands of those. Yeah. I don't think I could touch one even if you paid me. Well, last time you did, you cleared out the studio with that Marie Calendar. Yeah, that oh, thing just will not sit That's when me. we had the Dutch oven situation. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can send your emails in on KG and O-Town's Palm Beach Rendezvous at Kachina the morning after at InsideSTL.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. You know, Iggy said winter is over, but I don't know if the people at the Dogs okay, game on Saturday would agree mm -hmm. with that. Uh, Doug, it was in the 20s. The Hawk was up. And uh, sweet mother of mercy, uh, well, you had snow flurries yeah. during the Dowgies defense, Dowgies defense. Uh, this week, it is going to warm up, although it's 29 degrees in St. Louis right now. Yeah. Uh, nice little forecast of rain Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But uh, the temperatures are at least out of the 20s. And then we'll have highs in the uh, 50s next Monday and Tuesday when the rain stops. If you run into any furnace issues, make sure you go to designairservice.com and work with the great Seth Goldcamp, official HVAC provider of the Ryan Kelly Morning After and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Doug is a client. I'm a client. And all you have to do is go to designairservice.com. You click on the Book Now tab, and they will be in touch with you immediately or literally chatting anytime. Uh, of the day that you reach out with the Design Air Tech, and they come out so quickly, it is mind-blowing. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling, designairservice.com, the official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. If you would like to send any question, a comment, or erotic story for my podcast, go ahead and email me at tmckernan at insidestl.com, or if you're thinking of it right now, just use the TMASTL app and click send message, and you can send it directly to me, and then Jackson and I will tend to it on the podcast. It is QFTA, where Design Air Heating and Cooling is the official HVAC provider as well. It's the Munganass 7 o'clock hour. Um, I'm curious who won the uh, Daily Fantasy Sports showdown yeah, uh, this weekend. I mean, Iggy's been on a heater, right, Jackson? Yeah, he's won like four or five. Well, I picked the winner last week. Yeah, I saw one of your players, Doug, so I only remember that one player missed the cut. Oh, no. Oh, who was that, Plowhawk? I got, it just, when I saw the name, it came to mind, um, Ooh, but I immediately I forgot about got it. Got a close one to, uh, this, oh, really? this time around. Um, so, <laughs> boy... This is a bad week for the for the Deucias. Oh, so uh -oh. Iggy had four miscuts. <laughs> oh, Adam Hadwin, Harmon, Zach Johnson. Zach Johnson really missed the cut, and uh, Brian Stewart all missed the cut. He did no. Victor Perez, who finished over par, and Jordan Spieth, who tied for third. Mm. Yeah. So who had who had that team? Was that Doug or Iggy? That was Iggy. That's two thirty-five and a half for Iggy. Oh boy. Doug uh, had three miscuts. Matt Fitzpatrick, Brian Harmon, and Bo Hostler all missed the cut. But he did have Gary Woodland, Benny Ann, and Ramey. 
I don't know who. I don't know his first name. Chad right? Ramey. He was uh, the day one leader at the players last week. Oh well, he finished uh, tied for twenty seventh. Doug oh. finished with two hundred and thirty nine points, beating Iggy by oh. three and a half points. Oh my uh, God! How do you like that? And yeah. he got to pick his, hand pick his. He sure he did. I was blind. He sure did. So okay. Doug takes this one. Uh, I believe it's now five four or six four. I just wish he could do two. better for the children. Right, don't we all? But for the um, community. I just have to say, this is one of the rare weeks the live golf not only on the course competition went better, but also on paper. The play- if you looked at that leaderboard and just look at the people who made the cut for the weekend at the Valspar. Now I get it, the Masters around the corner to play the players, but that was terrible. That was a really bad field. And live golf was fantastic. Nice thriller. Mm-hmm. Did so you shout watch out any of it? Oh, I watched a little bit of it, yeah. It's on the CW. You watched it on the CW? Yeah. It actually is, I got to say, it, there's still little kinks that need to be worked out. There's kind of a lot of dead air. I mean, it, the PGA had done it for so long. It's just seamless in whatever event they cover. But I liked it. I, I really did. And I, I mean, the players are just, I know they only have 48. And, it, yeah, probably the bottom third aren't the best. But I think it's over uh, that, this weekend, which is overall better than the PGA just thought it was. Mr. Licks is going to love you. Well, it's just, well, I'm not saying every week is a banger because once the Masters comes, I mean, that, that's that's it. That is the best golf tournament of the year. So I will watch every second of it. But in terms of those random golf events when the PGA and Lib put up against each other, it's, I mean, I, I like the broadcast Lib put on. Well, I mean, the Live Live Tour intentionally picks the weekends like the Honda yeah. Classic and the Valspar. I get, I get that, and it's probably smart on their part. Maybe, maybe not, because it may just. Oh, it's a hundred percent smart. Why would they go up against the events that you know, like the Players or Bay Hill or the Masters? They go up against the ones that are you know the weaker fields where Adam Shank uh, could theoretically oh. win if he can execute a left-handed shot up against a tree. Shank is maybe the worst name you could have for a golfer. Did you see his face, Tim? There's a screenshot and like a little nine-second video of just him next to the ball, next to the tree, just knowing his fate. I mean, all you he's doomed. Oh, the fact that doomed. he was able yeah. to bogey that and not double bogey it was a uh, minor miracle, yeah. but uh, it led to him losing to uh, to Taylor Moore. Jordan Spieth tied uh, as well, if memory serves. Or no, uh, yeah, did Spieth Spieth? Tied? Well, either way. Uh, Taylor Moore won and Adam Shank finished uh, in second after hitting a ball up against a tree on uh, on his final 18th hole. Uh, it is 8.59, 7.59 in St. Louis. You are listening to the Ryan Kelly Morning After. Gabe DeArmond is going to join us coming up at 9 o'clock. Send your emails in the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Uh, we'll take a commercial break. Come back with the appliances counters 7 o'clock hour, 8 o'clock hour here on the Ryan Kelly Morning After from the Michelob Ultra Studios.